At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Selgan or Yoster, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get patron-only bonus stories, stickers, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash that story show. Houston, we have a problem. Our white boy cut out and, uh, we can't listen to the story. No! Hey! This is that story show, people. Hallelujah! You're watching? Hey, who's cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. I flew into this tweet. <laughs> I left her some guano. Hey, podcast people, this is That Story Show where we're telling hilarious real-life stories and inviting you to do the same. It's episode 385, brought to you the week of August 12th, 2021. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here. Hey, I'm John. <laughs> and I'm so happy to be here in this room with you. No, I'm pretty excited, man. That's great. How you doing? <laughs> doing I'm awesome. sorry, I couldn't. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> well, it is it's good been to a long be. While. It's good to be back, and it is John's yeah. first time back. He's a little happy. He's a little excited. He may have piddled a little on the floor like an excited puppy. I don't a know. A little. <laughs> oh man, there's a lake down here now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just a small pond. Oh man. Yes. <laughs> we missed you guys. And I missed you, John. And and, and I missed you, James. You know, it, it just my stuff. Go listen to the last episode if you need. It's a little GOK. It's a little TSS. And it's a great episode. So go check it out. And um, and it's a lot of fun. How yeah. about we say that too? Right. But not the best episode ever. Not the best one by far. Um, we always start with an opening story because this is what we do. We tell funny life stories and invite your butts to do the same. Um, jacked up jump is what it's called. It's from Clementine. She says, dear James and John, my name is Clementine and I am 11 years old. Okay. So there we go. 11. And I have a story for you guys. So when I was much younger, my family decided to go on our family. (laughs) Yeah. I was much younger and, and I, I wrote something a 40, 48 year old can't say, by the way, I turned 40, (laughs) I, I turned 48. On August eighth, oh, by the way. Sorry, dude. I'm the worst. Oh, happy birthday, bro. It's okay. It it was it was a happy birthday. I got some money, good. so it's good. Anyway, when when I was much younger and my family decided to go visit our family friends at their house, me, my brother, and the two older kids went to jump on the parents' bed while the adults played played stayed in the living room <laughs> what kind of visit is this when we were jumping around and playing and having a great time and then i threw up on the parents bed busted oh. <laughs> <laughs> i was having so much fun uh, well you know you're not supposed to be jumping on the bed and you think you can get away with it and that's half the fun i mean that's all the fun let's yeah, let's right. face it mom has the best bed to jump on 
They have the bounciest one. They have the most expensive mattress, and you're going to get uh-huh. away with it. They're never going to notice. All you have to do is smooth out the uh, the, the, covers. The, the covers after you're done, but right. no. Nope. Hope you like the story, and I hope it makes it on the show. Uh, love the show, Clementine. So, yes. there we Thank go. Thank you, Clementine. Ah, the opening story of our uh, of our return to the air episode. Yes, and it's a barf on a bed. Just so fitting for... <laughs> <laughs> it's t- it's time for us to do some weekly rewinds. Let's do that. All right. So, um, I went to uh, Colorado on vacation while while I was off the air. Really, um, it was my wife's idea. Depressed people don't want to go on vacation, but we she loves it, man. She loves the wilderness. And uh, I, I like it out there. I mean, I've flown over it and landed in Denver a couple of times, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you ever seen like Lucifer? The, uh, is that, yes. Yes. At the airport, the giant blue red eyed monstrosity that, uh, that, that the sculpture that killed its own creator. It's, yeah. I forgot about that. Part. Yeah. I know that that whole airport has a lot of weird stuff about it. Yeah. It's, you know, it's got it's, like all sorts of conspiracies about it, but yeah. Yeah. That Lucifer. one, that one killed its own creator. Hey, gum. The, nice. I decided that when he built that, I was, I was doing a, my kids didn't realize I was doing a Minecraft reference, but I was like, he did that on hardcore mode right there. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to spectate now <laughs> you know you ain't getting back to it so from heaven anyway i went i went to colorado and uh we were in this one restaurant and i let me just say i hate motion sensing light switches okay <laughs> okay Be- because you open the door to a bathroom and you reach over to turn on the light because the light's off obviously they're trying to save electricity that's why they put that stupid thing in in the first place but you reach yeah. over and you just cut your hand just kind of slides past what should be a sensor but you don't activate it because it's right. too close so you have to walk in and 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 move and then the lights come on and then you can close and lock the door and so that's what I do. And I make myself over to the toilet, make my way over to the toilet. And I don't know if it's an old man thing, but lately I'm just going to, I'm just going to go ahead and confide in everyone like to the tune of 17,000 people these days on our downloads. Oh. Yeah. Um, wow. I'm going to confide okay. to, to you. Don't tell the rest of the world. Uh, it takes a while for me to pee. I don't know why. I I'm a little worried. I I don't know if I should mention it to my doctor or not. But I have to go and it just takes a while. And so I'm standing there and all of a sudden the lights go out. And I'm like, oh, "What no. the freak? Does this thing have have a a 50 it literally had a timer. 15 second timer on it because I'm waiting and then Holy and God. then before I can do anything the the floods unleash but the problem is i don't hear water <laughs> uh oh uh oh no i couldn't wave my hand around chat room no it was busy <laughs> i didn't have time to think there were too many things going on at the same time and <laughs> i'm old okay 
So I could have done a little dance, but again, I didn't hear water. I didn't want to make it worse. I already wasn't where I was supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to pee by echolocation. And this is something right. that the women in the audience won't know anything about. But if you ever wake up and pee in the dark, you you when you release it, you hope to hear yeah. water. Yeah, right. And if you it's don't, you're either hitting porcelain or you have totally misaimed completely. Totally. And um Yep. So I had to I didn't know which direction to go, north, south. I, but do you even use such terms is it pitch and yaw, you know? Ah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's silent or noisy. That's the direction. So so I went I went down. I I I kind of tilted down and and found the water and uh and finished my business and zipped up and apparently <laughs> the the buckling my belt was just enough energy in the in the atmosphere to activate the lights activate good great. and uh, i looked i looked to see what i had done if i had spoiled the area and i couldn't find any um you know yellow, yellow puddles anywhere so There's my no my guess is i hit the back of the the toilet you know just that that sweet spot where you yes when it's the spot this is another thing ladies won't know anything about if you've ever had to pee in pro close proximity <laughs> to a small group of people like you go from their living room and and their their bathroom has a sliding right yep. a sliding door you know instead of a real door and you're and you're peeing literally five feet from someone um, the only thing separating you from them is a small, thin door. Yeah, and, yeah. You get a little self-conscious, and you yeah. can you can aim it at the porcelain instead of the water, and it will do an. Uh, it, it's just silent. It's a silent. It's like when you're in middle school and you go to your girlfriend's house, you don't want them to know that you just peed in their toilet, so you pee right. on that that little section. There. Right, right, right. Or you know, fall asleep and pee on their couch like I did, but. Um, <laughs> I was a young adult when it happened. Um. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so uh, it was terrible. Uh, so anyway, I, I just wanted to say that 15 second timer restaurant is ridiculous. How, yeah. how much how much energy do you really need to save? And if you were yeah. doing a deuce, you you were locked into darkness for quite a while. Yeah. So you just got to wait until somebody else walks in. <laughs> save me. Save me. So hey, anyway, I'm, I'm in here. Somebody walk in. I, I just thought the the this topic of echolocation would be of interest to our many female listeners who are super cool, by the way, about yeah. about us talking about stuff like this. They they are they are definitely uh, uh, I, I, I don't want to use the word sturdy, but mentally sturdy. They're they're not snowflake women. That is for darn sure. We don't have those kind of listeners. They are they are tough as nails, and they and they uh, they don't they don't cringe at a at a fart. They don't joke. offend easily. Yes, yes, thank you, thank you. I'm I I like I like the ladies that listen to our show. They're they're just good people. So yeah, so, me too. They remind me of my wife. Is 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 the thing because my wife is not easily <laughs> offended, but um. But but she enjoys. Uh, she pretends to be offended, but she's smiling, you know, while she's, <laughs> and that's what I like. So anyway, um, mm. so there you go. There's my weekly update. Echolocation success, and uh, 
and, 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 and I left a little bit of myself in Colorado. So, <laughs> well, at least part that should have been there, right? Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to take it all with you. There you go. So it's I, 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 I too went on a little tiny trip. Uh, actually the, the, the last time I was on the show <laughs> was, um, just it was I couldn't be on the show because I was on that trip. Right. So um, there we go. So I, I Amy was uh, in a in a conference out there for okay. like a like homeschool people. I can't remember the name of the conference, but um, it was in was Texas. It, was it called Anti Vaxxers Unite? No, no, no. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. No, I was just not, kidding. Not there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I, I can see why because none of them were really, you know wearing masks or anything like that right. I, mean, this I had a feeling part of the summer when i don't know was colorado still masking up no they were no. free yeah. as a bird dude and and oh. i loved it i'm i'm completely vaccinated so i i have no worries yeah. you know but. well i mean yeah uh i'm not but that's beside the point we went to we went to frisco texas so my wife could you know enjoy this conference and we did not fly we drove i rented a car it was awesome Cause I didn't have to put the miles on my vehicle and I got it. It wasn't a great vehicle, but it was, it was pretty nice. A little SUV. It was a, it was a Nissan something or other. I don't even know. Um, it had like these auto features to where, like, if you started to pull off the road a little bit, it would, it would beep at you and kind of hit the brakes a yeah. little bit and get you back on the road. It yeah. was kind of cool, but it was also kind of disconcerting because it would kind of take control, right? It take control of the car a little bit, Ooh. not too much, but just enough to let you know it was there. Mm. Well, I'm almost to Frisco. I'm right outside because Frisco is right next to Dallas. And so I'm like in the Dallas area. And I mean, I had no events the whole time driving out there. It was a great drive. But for some reason, when I got into Texas, uh, they don't like me or apparently because they wanted to kill me some for some reason. Um, Maybe it was because of the Georgia plates on my car and they're like, ah, Georgians are idiots. And I don't know. I don't know, but I was just driving along and I pulled over into the fast lane. And then from out of nowhere, this dude just comes flying out and whips around me and then like pulls in front of me so fast that I'm like not really able to react. And so like, I'm kind of, you know, I'm just like freaking out. I'm eating an apple and I'm like, whoa. (laughs) And, uh, and then the then the stupid car does this little auto thing and it hits the brakes and kind of pulls a little bit and then like I'm like I I need to hit the brakes and I'm trying to correct its correction and I skid a little bit and at this point I'm really ticked off like this dude jerk almost killed me right. and my family and my apple. and and my apple I dr- I dropped my apple on the floor <gasps> and I just like I hit the gas and I pull up next to this moron and I'm like, I'm going to have words with him or something mm. because I'm not even thinking straight. I'm just like seeing red. Right, right. right yeah. And I'm right there and I look in his window and I'm staring at him and I point at him and I make this expression with my hands like, you okay? I didn't give him the bird, okay, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> but I give him the okay sign. Really? Like, I'm like, are you okay, man? I'm not like, <laughs> What? Because I'm not, I'm angry, but I'm also very passive. Would you like a bite of my apple? <laughs> yeah, I was really ticked off. And, and that's like, how no, you no, respond. No. That's how you yeah. react. That's my you, dumb way of showing my displeasure. Your with heart is full of scripture. That's all I've got I to say. It is. So, 
Because I just got through telling my daughter that your heart, whatever it's full of, it's like a cup. And when somebody bumps into you, whatever's in it accidentally splashes out. And if it's full of crap, then, you know, the crap comes out. And I'm telling you, when I get in a situation like that, a little bit of crap comes out. (laughs) But you (laughs) throw the okay symbol. It's it's a half step from the international love symbol. You should have just put that up. Mm. I love you. Uh, <laughs> right. I guess I could. I had to keep one hand on the wheel because anyway, I was pretty angry. I'm sorry for disrespecting your amazingness. No. I'm just standing in oh. awe of your your commitment to God. It is uh, it is <laughs> it is respectable, big time. Well, I wanted to pull a pit maneuver on his vehicle and watch him fly <laughs> off into the median. <laughs> But But it was a rental, and I didn't get the insurance. See, so that makes you good. (laughs) Wow, that I appreciate that vote of confidence. I'm not. uh, So what happened after the 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 hand signal? I mean, (laughs) well, he said he was okay, and so I was like, "All right, good." And I waved, (laughs) and I just pulled back into the other lane and tried to cool off and pick my stupid apple up off the floor, and I finished eating it. I wanted I. I, I, I don't remember. I think I might have even started to roll the window down because my I was so tempted to throw that apple at that dude's car. But was, you even though are you okay? So, you okay? You okay? Man? If he said he wasn't okay, then I was going to really be angry. No, I'm not okay. Oh my gosh, John, you're like John Wick of happiness, though. You. <laughs> It's just like you you killed my dog. Are you okay though? Are you okay? okay? Are you all right? I mean, right? there's got to be a reason why you did it. Uh, it's a, a total accident, I'm sure. Here, you want an apple? You wanna- yeah. Well, I I I I've got other stories from Frisco. Let me share <sighs> this one thing though. Okay. Okay. I, did you know you know who Dude Perfect is? Yeah, they're on YouTube. They they do perfect they're stuff. On YouTube. They throw they stuff. do awesome trick shots. They're like sports guys and stuff yeah they're really neat dudes have a huge audience well their headquarters is in frisco oh no so i drove up to their headquarters and james is the one that told me about he says i think i think dude perfect is here i'm like no way and so we look it up on google and sure enough their headquarters is like two blocks away from where we were staying and i'm like well let's go check it out and so we drive up, and there's nobody there. And so I get a picture of him, and I said, well, let's go back the next day. You know, maybe maybe we'll get lucky and see him there. And mm-hmm. so he wrote him this cool note and stuff, and and I uh, was hoping that he'd see him. And, and so he went, and there they, you could see there's people there. But, you know, these guys are not going to come and open the door and say, hey, look, a fan, because, you know, they've never done. So he slides this note under the door and Aww. waves at the camera that's watching them. And um it, nothing happens, so we just drive off. But you know, it was cool. We were in the same place where Dude Perfect does a bunch of their stuff. That's so that awesome. Kinda That's kind of cool. <laughs> now, yeah. see if you ever come to St. Louis, it, it, you and your family should come to St. Yeah. Louis. Yeah. Um, you can. We will set up a tour because Vat Nineteen, um, ah. which is a very popular website and YouTube channel. Yes, um, my son loves watching their videos. Yeah, is headquartered here in St. Louis. And yeah. we took my son a couple of few years ago and, okay. and it was so cool because recently shot video props were everywhere. Like the giant bowl of cereal and the, uh, you know, the, or actually I think it was marshmallow yeah. only cereal, but the giant bowl of cereal, giant 
this and that and the other and, and do the big slurpy thing and yeah and you get to walk through and see all their stuff and and it's just that's really fun cool. and and you see the people and and it was really cool for my kids i had never seen a video and had never seen a person so none of them meant anything to me so i was like that's i'm surrounded awesome. by something awesome i'm sure but i don't care i i don't know who they are yeah i, I don't recognize anybody all all the uh, people around me were like <gasps> it's it's so and so or billy or dan or you know whatever and and uh and it's I, that guy who does the thing that's so funny yeah so that's i cool. i did go back in time and and watch a bunch of stuff so that post you know i could be like oh i remember that guy now and yeah. and i could kind of rewrite history a little bit and say okay i met that guy you know i met him yeah totally but, i didn't shake his hand for too long it was all right so we also have an arch um so yes you know your city true. doesn't have one so nope we have one of the we have the old olympic torch from 1996 though oh man we, <laughs> we don't have that you know what we were um while we were gone off the air we were voted by people magazine the best city in america is that right? Yeah. We were also voted the most dangerous city in America, <laughs> not by People Magazine. I don't know what they're drinking over at People Magazine, but St. Louis is not, I'm going to just tell everybody, is not the best uh, city <laughs> in America. It is the most dangerous city in America. Now, the suburb, yeah. the, they, they call them the county. The St. Louis County is fine, um, but the city itself uh gunshots every mm. day okay so maybe it's the best city to get mugged yeah i don't know maybe there was a context i missed but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but don't do not trust people magazine they have lost credibility anyway we, <laughs> we, we got some listener email this was from joshua Gar from garland city utah hey james i just listened to the newest episode and he's talking about the one i recorded last week i'm both okay. relieved and worried it, it is nice to know that you're not dead or lying in a hospital bed with a broken butt and stuff, but it's sad to hear that you are sad. Let it be known that you have a lot of people who care about you. I hope you get better soon. Joshua and Garland said of Utah. Yeah, I had a sad episode because of some medication stuff, but you know, it's doing good. I read that only because he wrote a previous email before this that I thought was um, a bad one. Like that was a good email. Here's an example of Joshua writing a bad email. Hey, J John and James, it's been a while since you have, I've heard from you guys and it's worrisome. Has it, uh, has it got something to do with how old you guys are? <laughs> <laughs> what? Has something happened? <laughs> so basically uh, he asked, <laughs> he asked if we died. He's like, if so, I'm sorry because it was supposed to be a joke. So sorry, Joshua. <laughs> Oh, jeez. You know, if I was dead, I would be so offended right now. I'm telling you what. As it, as it has something to do with how old you guys are. Yeah, yeah. Our butts fell off. And <laughs> yeah. and uh, we're just, we're just, uh, can't podcast anymore because all our teeth fell out. Because we're that, because yeah. we're so stupid old. Yeah. Yep. That's true. Joshua. Joshua. Of course, I remember when I was Joshua's age. I, I imagine he's somewhere between 11 and 15, you know. Um, yeah. you know, people at 48, are you kidding? I can't believe right. I'm 48. It's like ancient. But now it's I look like, at 70 year olds whoa. and I'm hopeful. I'm like, God, I, yeah, hope I, I, right. hope I look that good at 70. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
hey, she doesn't look too bad for her age. We went to a, a hipster uh, sandwich shop, and and we were the oldest people there, me and Jen. And then she says, no, 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 there's, there's some boomers over there. And I looked over, and the old man looked good. He just looked good. And I was like, dang, I hope I can walk into a, a hipster uh, restaurant slash bar mm. when i'm when i'm that age and and still yeah. feel good about it you know like i'm not on a walker i'm I'm standing upright you know i'm not hunched i don't look frail uh, fat people have a hard time looking frail though so <laughs> hopefully <laughs> i don't know what the word is for for it but squishy i don't know but anyway squishy. joshua writes hey john and james oh i already read that uh, this is the bed po- best podcast ever. I don't care if there's no podcast for a month. James, I hope you get better. John, I love your fart jokes from Morgan. Oh, oh thank you, Morgan. Mm. So there I you go. I appreciate that. Was that Morgan Freeman? I or I don't know. Morgan Stanley. I don't know. Morgan. Just, well, Morgan I, Morgan. I have female Morgan is what I what I vote. I vote a female Morgan. But anyway, um, uh, and let's let's uh, mention. One last time that um, today is the last day. Yesterday was actually the last submission day, but today is the day that we announce and choose um, our treasure winner. Uh, yes, it's, it's our, yes. It's our first story competition that we've ever done. Uh-huh. We're super excited about it, even though my uh, delay you know, caused a delay. We're still on track now, and today yep. is the day, and we will be announcing it Um um, today on eight twelve, we'll we'll choose one of the stories that is read as the you know one of the three finalists, and then we will take yep. those three finalists and we will rate them um, uh, for third place, second place, and first place. And third place today will be announced. Second place will be announced today. First place will be announced today. And third place Ooh. will win twenty five dollars. Second place will win fifty dollars, and first place will win one hundred. Dollars. We're super excited about this. One hundred. Excited. It's awesome. Yes. And um, we're we're ready. You know, we're ready to do it. So uh, I just have to read a few things about it. That um, <clears throat> entries will be judged by John and myself, and a finalist mm-hmm. will be chosen each week from the stories chosen and read on the show. No purchase necessary. Only one entry per person. U.S. only, and only if legal in your state. And you have to have a PayPal because that's how we're going to pay you. If yes. you hear your name read on the show today, we need you to email us. You have one week to do so. Okay. Um, and we will match your email to your original email that you sent your story in. Okay. Do so, it. so don't just email us if you're just trying to get the money. Um, email us from the story email. Uh, or reply to your story is fine too. It's a good way to do it. Uh, if if a finalist does not, if a winner does not reply after a week, we will choose a follow up uh, winner next week, and we will keep doing that until we get rid of the money. So, well, uh, there we go. So there we go. Um, thanks. I might have submitted all the stories. Yeah, John. John's been uh, hacking the system and and yeah. making up usernames and states and and stuff like that and sending it in. But I want to thank Sorry. our patrons because we couldn't do this without them. And it's fun to have a little extra to to be able to give back to the community and do things with. So thank yes. you, patrons, again for your awesomeness. Uh, we have some iTunes reviews. This one says it's good, but yeah, <laughs> I always love that. It's still a five star review, so I, it's a good thing. 
with James's helpfulness to make hope, yeah, to make fun of everyone and and St. John's peacefulness. <laughs> That's hilarious. Thank it's you. timely too. Uh, and to say sorry to everyone, it is the best show ever. So please make more episodes soon. You are my treasure and my family in the old. Nobody's listening. By the way, he says there is a bad word in the intro, but it's still good. Love you. Not in a weird way. Please read this on the show. I just want the bell noise. Uh, <laughs> nickname six, 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 three, 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 two. He, he got bored from Australia. So this guy's from Australia and he said something interesting. He said, there's a bad word in my intro. So will you take a moment and listen with me and see if you agree? So here we go. Here's the old intro, the original, probably copyrighted <laughs> intro. So here we go. Uh, All right. So let's review um listen up is 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 in there uh nobody's listen listening up. the phrase come 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 and coming at you is in there uh the word listening is in there let's do it one more time listen up coming at you nobody's listening i got a bad feeling about this nobody's listening and then nobody's listening there are no bad words in there John, am I wrong? I, I just the word literally bad. Yeah, was in there, but I don't. I don't know how that's bad. Yeah, so I'm just bad, defending. I mean, ourselves. it is a bad word. People, people bad. sometimes email me and they'll say, "Oh, you know what? In the latest episode, you said this word," <laughs> and mm-hmm. and I don't. I I don't swear, so it's not even a a, a question in my mind, but I'll go back and I'll, I'll ask them where would timestamp and everything. And I'll listen to it and I don't hear anything. So I think people just have cuss words in their heads. We, we were talking about the contents of people's hearts. I think people have just uh, a cup full of, of cuss words. Right. That's so, right. Cause to the pure, all things are pure, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like maybe- when, when I was homeschooled and somebody said butt crack and I had no idea what that meant. <laughs> Uh, I thought it was a, a medical it. condition. So, yeah. So anyway, butt crack. What's a butt crack? This hmm. one says, "I love your podcast. It is clean, but not so clean that it squeaks." I like that. Oh. I like that. That's cool. It's hilarious. It can really brighten a down day. And then oh. and their username is unpronounceable, but I shall try. Monkey L lover. One. Monkey monkey lover. Oh, oh, monkey lover one. Well, thank you. I should have run it past you first. That's okay. I don't know if it's the band, the monkeys, because remember they were a band a long time ago. Yeah. Or if it's literal monkeys. Wake up, sleepy Jean. Oh, what can it mean? I love Yeah, them. yeah. Love the That's monkeys. Them. Yeah. Love the monkeys. And, uh, oh, and I. yeah, it's great. Great stuff. Um, look it up on your, on your, on your music app guys and listen to the monkeys and uh, daydream believer. It's good stuff. Hey, Hey, and we're the monkeys. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. Um, it's time to do some listener stories. Um, today's stories are sponsored by BetterHelp.com. What interferes with your happiness? Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? Lord knows I have these issues. BetterHelp will assist your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Therapy is good, but... 
it takes getting in your car and going somewhere and people seeing you in a waiting room and things like that. But if you do it online and you can connect in a safe and private and online environment, and it's a lot more convenient, you don't even have to get dressed. You can start communicating with your therapist in under 24 hours from signing up. It's not self-help, by the way. It is professional, real-life counseling with real-life counselors, licensed people. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. The service is available for clients worldwide, and there's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. I want you to start living a happier life today, and as a listener, you will get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash that story show. So join over 100 million. It's just 1 million, not 100 million. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash that story show. And uh, tell them we sent you. And uh, thanks to betterhelp.com for sponsoring that story show. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Uh, our first story comes to us today from Michael, and it is called Avoid Jasper. Mm. It's a little bit of a longie. So here we go. Within a few months of moving to the former Soviet country of Georgia, I received an email from a member of a supporting church for our mission. He would be moving to Georgia to work for the U S embassy. So he was looking for some connections. He, he was married still is, but would be moving without his wife. Let's call him Jasper. Let's do it. Let's do it. First of all, I was unsure whether or not to contact him. Basically, we have a strange, loud family, and our kids are somewhat feral. <laughs> and I was, <laughs> I was a bit anxious. Hey, yeah, I was, uh, I was anxious to see how he would even react, uh, or how they would react to an older gentleman. I didn't want to disappoint my country or my church, so I figured contacting him would only add to an already burgeoning pile that both uh, that I had on us. But anyway, I decided that the kind thing to do would be to write back and arrange to meet him after he arrived. He didn't have, uh, we didn't have any American friends or colleagues at the time. So it would be good for us as well. So we lectured the kids on the way to pick him up about being on their best behavior and how some of the things that we talk about in the house need to stay there. So we swing by the hotel in our car and we take him to a nice dinner and the conversation was fairly basic and he seemed somewhat easygoing. Jasper was genuinely a nice guy. So we got to hear about his family and, and we got to hear about our work and, 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 or he got to hear about our work and our travels. And he was the son of a preacher and he worked in the youth for his church for many years. And we were take, taking him back to his hotel and we passed by Elvis's diner. One of the few American things in the area at the time. And our five-year-old son piped up from the back seat and said, do you know how Elvis died? To which Jasper replied, no, I don't believe I do. Do you? And the widest grin appeared across my son's face and a sparkle filled his eye as he proclaimed, he died on the potty. <laughs> my wife and I were mortified 
We hadn't even fact-checked the story that was passed to him by his grandfather just previously. Jasper just simply replied, well, I guess I learned something today. And we dropped him back at his hotel and guessed that he would never, uh, that we would probably never hear from him again. We had known the guy for two hours and now it was over. Well, it was a good run. It was a good run. <laughs> and actually, that wasn't the case. He contacted us a few days later to ask about a local church to attend. And we told him that we typically go to one that is on the other side of town, but only speaks Georgian. Uh, and I'd been asked to preach. So we said, hey, come along and then we'll show you the way to the one that has an English service. So we, he made me feel more relaxed about our previous encounters. He told me about the day he went to the office at the embassy and informed his office people about the interesting fact that he had just learned. And many of the incredulous people asked, where did you hear that from? To which he replied, I got the fact (laughs) from a five-year-old. And I figured that maybe this guy had a pretty good sense of humor after all. So we sang songs. I preached and we entered into a time of fellowship, including some drinks and snacks. And I stuck close to Jasper to make him feel more at home. He leaned over to me and asked, did you hear a fart in the middle of your sermon? (laughs) Because, Because I would have never been able to have kept it together. And I didn't hear it at all, or either I mentally blocked it out as a chair moving or something. And I leaned back to Jasper and says, I I guess that's how they say amen here in Georgia. And and he says, well, if you say so, I heard amen loud and clear. So it turns out my kids loved him. He was, he was like a fun grandpa and his wife would fly to visit and they would do holidays and meals with us all the time. And almost, almost a year later, I was asked to preach again at that same church and informed him that I would be there again. And he agreed to come over and meet me. And somewhere in the middle of my sermon, a little toddler girl blew out an air biscuit so loud that I could neither (laughs) ignore it or mentally block it out. And I caught Jasper's eyes and it was all (laughs) over. I cracked and I tried to look away and keep my composure, but I snort laughed. And I, looked, it. I looked down at my Bible and tears started forming from the pressure of keeping the laugh in and getting back on track of my message. And I, oh, I kind of snort laughed again. And even my translator couldn't keep her composure and quickly broke. Uh, and I was translating his laughter. <laughs> I just had to keep my head down and avoid eye contact with Jasper. Otherwise I would, I would have to call for an invitation. So I wasn't sure what, (laughs) that her little poot was completely gas or cause faces started contorting because of the sin that had just been produced. (laughs) She let a demon out. I had nearly gathered everything in. When one of the men in the back row with a disgusted look on his face got up to open the door to air out the whole place. (laughs) This nearly set me off again. Avoid Jasper. Avoid Jasper. I told myself, don't look in his direction. (laughs) Because Jasper is definitely laughing. (laughs) Nope. I looked. He had to be. And there were tears in his eyes as well as a smirk on his face as he knew the struggle that I was facing. I let out another snortle. And I buried, that's a Pokemon, and I buried my head in my notes to get through the sermon. Afterwards, during the fellowship time, he made a beeline to my direction. Of course he did. He told me that he enjoyed my sermon and that every time I preach in that church, the spirit moves, quote unquote. 
It sure oh, did. I replied. Dude. It was so powerful. It moved that one guy completely out of his seat and had him open the back door. <laughs> you had to let the windows open yeah. so the spirit could move around more freely. Flow. Uh, I hope you enjoyed my story. Keep up the great work, Michael. <laughs> oh, man. That reminds me. There was a song we used to sing in church, and it had the lines, blow, spirit, blow. You remember that one? <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it said flow. flow I don't know, but either I, way. Something. Yeah. Oh man, the '90s were great for worship lyrics, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, like like uh, the yeah. the let us pray, uh, let us pray, let us pray, and it sounded like let us spray. You know, I always <laughs> Stephen Curtis Chapman. Yeah, yeah, let us spray. Thank you, Se Squared. <laughs> oh man, that was a great story. Too good. Uh, I'm gonna follow up with another story <laughs> about a, of a same story. tune. Yeah. apparently we got to we, we got to get them out yeah got to get them out we know we've had a lot you know building up and the speaking <laughs> a of lot which of pressure building up in the last couple of weeks speaking of which a little gok moment right here um i'll interject and say um that if if uh, that that relationships are like uh farts from what i hear oh, okay. that if you're pushing too hard it's probably crap so uh, there you go uh yeah boy that works on so many levels I wish I had known that when I was working with you. That would have been yeah. wonderful analogy. <laughs> and sometimes they stink too. Uh. Anyway, let me get on to this little story. Little toot. Little toot comes to us from an ashamed young lady. So ashamed, uh, this young lady did not give us. No, she emailed me back after putting her name in it and said, "I want my name removed from the story." Oh. And I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, I'm glad you freaking told me because it was going in, dude." Okay, well here we go. Here we go. So first of all, my family and I have been listening to your show for a while now, and you guys are our road trip podcast. Yay! I love that. Thank you so much. And listen, you don't have to go on a road trip to listen to us. You can just listen to us anytime. Yeah. Um, you guys make us laugh, and we find comfort in knowing that crazy things don't just happen to us. Lols. I had to throw that in there because that's how it was spelled. Yeah. Uh, okay. So for me, it takes a lot of courage to share this story with you. Mm -hmm. So I want to just say, first of all, ashamed young lady, we are with you right now. <laughs> it's okay to share this story. We're virtually your holding your hands. We are holding your hands with you through this. So I want to preface by saying I am so ashamed this happened. And I ask God for forgiveness every single time I remember or tell this story. That's how bad it is. <laughs> Those are the best stories. <laughs> Listen, I've got stories like that too. And I'm like, oh my goodness, why did I ever do that? But they're the things that keep us humble, I think. Yeah. So, so okay, keep, here keep, goes. They keep us worried about hell. <laughs> they really <laughs> They remind us that we are human and we are likely to fail. I need to keep sucking up to God because I'm not quite sure <laughs> that, I'm going, that I'm going to heaven after that one thing that I did back then. So, yeah. Well, I don't think this will keep this story I have read and I don't think it'll keep her out of heaven. This may be on a different. I don't know, man. I don't know. Anyway. When this right, one, so when, when this one plays on Judgment Day, I will be laughing. And if, yes. you, if you hear it and you hear that laugh, it's going to be me in one area and John in, in the the fast lane. John will be in the pre-approved, <laughs> no. the pre-boarding area. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's hilarious! He'll be in the I A wish. group. <laughs> no, because God judges our thoughts too, and my thoughts aren't always uh. great. So <laughs> let me just say, 
All right, here goes. Lord, forgive me, she says, LOL. So I was an assistant teacher years ago when my husband and I first got married. My aunt worked at the same school I did. I decided to pay her a visit in her classroom. Now, she worked in the special needs room. I walk in and I see all the teachers talking at a table and I approach them and I say, hello. One of the special needs students who could not communicate was sitting there with the teachers. Everything was just peachy when all of a sudden I felt a little toot mm. wanting to exit my body. Just a little one. That's the title. That's safe. Yeah, that's the title. Uh, I, I thought, I thought. well, it, it feels like an innocent little undetectable little toot. Little toot spelled like L-I-L toot. I love that. <laughs> Uh, so I decided to set Lil Toot free. <laughs> to my surprise, the Lil Toot was a horrific monster <laughs> that was not heard. Oh, but everyone knew it was there. Mm. When, when one of the teachers caught the horrendous stench, she blew out her nose with a face of disgust <laughs> and as if trying to remove the smell from her nostrils. <laughs> She's, oh my goodness, what is that smell? And then she looks at the special needs kid oh. who, who cannot defend himself and no. says, Tommy, which is not his real name. Just changed it for us. Tommy. I just stood there and I let Tommy take the blame. That's so bad and I feel so guilty. Anyways, that's my story. And I know you're probably going to shame me more, but hey, I deserve it. <laughs> This, and I hope I may. I hope this makes it on the show. Oh man, yes it did. Uh, a shamed young lady. You have nothing to be ashamed about. What? Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> it was just a little toot. Oh my gosh! I mean, it was an accident. Well, what would you have done, Jay? Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. <laughs> Is I I I I was all about shaming her on the show. I was all about dogging her out <laughs> until I thought through the. The, 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 what, what would she have to do to get out of, to, to make it right? And right, she would okay. have had to have just said, Oh, I'm sorry, ladies, but that wasn't Tommy. That was me. Yeah. And, yeah. and there's no one in the universe that has the moral capacity or the willpower or the strength and tenacity to do that. So I realized mm. if I couldn't do it myself, I can't dog her out you know what i'm saying yeah so i i would have like i would have blamed the kid too uh i here's here's what young married me would have done young married me would have blamed the kid too but oh. now that i'm like 46 no. i'll be like oh you know what that was that was that was me because <laughs> you know what i just don't care anymore <laughs> well yeah true true you you don't care <laughs> Of course, I probably would have held on to it too, because little toots are not to be trusted. Oh, oh. they could be—they could be one of those, you know. I don't think that... you've ever held back a fart in your life, John. <laughs> yes, I do it all the time. No, I do. <laughs> I hold them back, and I don't let them out until I'm in a safe space. Well, good for you. You are a better person than I thought. You continue to astound. Oh man. Well, a shame, young lady. Um, you, you are, you are, um, you, you should still be ashamed, in my opinion. <laughs> but I can't shame you. I can't put shame on you because I would have done the same thing, and that's terrible. That makes me a bad human being. So, anyway, this is well, called Tommy. You know, yeah, yeah, it's okay. Tommy, Tom, no. Tommy didn't care. Tommy didn't care. 
Tommy didn't care. So anyway, uh, um, uh, Layla, this is from Layla and it's called tubing PTSD. This story, uh, some stories are funny, funny, funny. And then some stories are just a, a cavalcade of misadventures. And that is this story. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. This is a All story right. that traumatized me and my family for eternity. See me, 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 my family, my aunt and my uncle's family went camping at our family friend's cabin. And we had a lot of fun riding four wheelers and mostly eating food. We had a plan the next day to go tubing on the Provo river. That's a, that's a Ooh. proper, proper river name right there. Provo. Cool. Little did we know that it would be horrible. Anyway, oh. the next day we woke up, we got ready to go to the river. We got our cars to take the 30 minute drive up there. And when we got there, my dad immediately said, no guys, we should not tube this river. It is going way too fast. Oh. We, we got our tubes, though, and we went into the river. We got in. It was freezing. Of course it is. And about two seconds after we got in to the river, uh, my 10-year-old brother fell out of his tube, and he floated for like five minutes, but it felt like 100 hours because we were all so cold. And he got back in his tube, and then a bridge was coming up that we would float under. And we went under, but a stick got caught in my dad's tube and popped it. And we didn't know what to do because we couldn't get out of our tubes and we were going down so fast or else we would fall over. So we just kept going and most of us got to the end of the river. And then we noticed that my mom was missing Uh with the the two-year-old child that she was carrying. When, when, When she finally got to the end, she was with a group of people we did not recognize. She told us she got stuck. And with my two-year-old brother, she, she, if she couldn't stand up because she would drop him in. And mm. so another group passed, and she looked at a lady with a scared expression. And the lady asked if she needed help. And my mom said yes. And the group of people helped her. And my little brother uh, tubed down the rest of the river. Me and my brother, by the way, made it down the river safely. And when we were all out, including my mom, we saw my dad walking down the road. He had walked the rest of the three miles down oh, the road to, to the car to meet us. I guess we should have listened to my dad after all. Mm-hmm. All in all, I am now traumatized, and we all have PTSD of tubing rivers. <laughs> oh, gee whiz. Layla. So, I'm so sorry, it's Layla. It's a terrible thing. It's a terrible wow. thing. Yeah, we... Dad called it. Dad knows best, right? Yeah. I, I have a story to share. I, I'm not going to do it today um, because okay. it is it is a featured story quality story but um uh, we went we went uh whitewater rafting um on our trip to colorado and um it was adventurous let's just say so uh-huh. stay stay tuned for i i look forward to hearing a story this, uh... of people not staying in the boat so mm. whitewater <laughs> rafting in colorado yeah that's awesome Oh, wow. You want me to read the story about some graveyard football? I do, my friend. Comes to us from Avery from North Carolina. Our family takes a beach trip every year. Whenever we go, the older kids go to a graveyard that night that's supposedly haunted by a girl named Alice. That's scary as crap, by the way. Yeah. That it has a a name on a scary ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's not just a ghost. It's a ghost named Alice. And it's and a, she's a, a girl. little girl, and she's in a white. I, oh, I, stop. Yeah. I'm getting chills. Yeah. I had to look it's around the room. Scary. Okay, there's no, no Alice's in here. Okay. There's another story about a ghost called the Gray Man. See, that's not that scary. <laughs> that's scary but to Alice, me. 
I don't like scary the gray stuff. man. I don't like it. The gray man. The gray man. What's he doing? What's he out there for? What's, Why is he gray? What are what are the consequences of seeing him? <laughs> Do I turn gray if I see him? I would. My hair would immediately turn gray. <laughs> I'm scared. Uh, my parents and uncle decided it would be funny to terrorize my older brother Charlie by dressing up as the gray man. Ah. So everyone arrived at the graveyard and started looking around for Alice's grave. My uncle dressed in white sheets uh, <laughs> and he snuck around to the back. This of is the North graveyard. Carolina, right? And he's running around the woods in white sheets. Not a really she- good oh. idea. <laughs> Not a good thing to do in the mm, South. No. No. Just wanting to say. Um, We'll just say that this is. Uh, he he had good intentions. He had good intentions. Good intentions. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't trying. To um, <laughs> good intentions to scare Charlie. Yeah, that's yeah. what they were going to do. That's right. Um, well, he he snuck around behind to the back of the graveyard, and he jumped over the low brick fence and ran towards our small group. Charlie was terrified. <laughs> he ran towards the car, hitting my dad and cousin along the way. You should know he was 12 and he laid them he laid them both out <laughs> both of them dad and brother cousin uh sprinting for the car my dad hit the ground and ended up losing the key for the house but <laughs> luckily my uncle later found it in the grass we still talk about how Charlie is the football player in the family and that one incident definitely proved it all thanks for reading and for old time's sake I hope it makes it on the oh, show oh no oh hey, man Avery from North Carolina. The, 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 the brother took out two grown men running. <laughs> <laughs> he is the football player. It's like my sign him up for the line. My daughter has a unnatural fear of bears. I don't know where she got it from, but she is afraid of them. She doesn't like stuffed bears. Like, like I don't mean like teddy, bears. teddy bears. I mean okay. stuffed, like taxidermized. Oh, taxidermized. Okay. Yeah. yeah gotcha. She doesn't like She's those. Scared of that, huh? She she has had problems with wood carvings of bears. Um, wow. and, and on our trip, um, we kept a little fact from her um, because we went, <laughs> we went to a cabin that was in the middle of a large plot of land, a ranch, if you will. And um, on the website about the cabin, the last picture that, that was on display was of a bear on the back porch. And we kept that from her oh. until we got there. And it was my idea to tell. <laughs> and I told, and the rest of the family got really mad at me. <laughs> what? They're like, why would you tell her? It was because <laughs> she's seriously scared. And um, so anyway, <laughs> My daughter and, and wife went on a big hike. I don't know how we talked her into it, but they, they went on a hike and uh, they were going up the side of something and about 50 yards ahead was a, was a deer. And my wife said, Oh, look, Jenna, a deer. And she turns around. Jenna's already running. She's gone. <laughs> she don't like wildlife of any kind. She, not even deer. Not even she- Bambi. Yeah. I'm afraid of Bambi. Wow. So, you know, <laughs> What's she doing? She sees a squirrel. I don't, she doesn't do well. I'll tell you that okay. right now. So anyway, this is called Gold Prices from Colleen Gold Harrington. Gold Prices. Back when I was a much younger and, and, and shy and easily intimidated girl, uh, my first real job out of high school was a bank teller. 
And Ooh. it was difficult in those early years to come out of my shell enough to interact with the customers, but I did the best I could. One day, a lady from India came in and she had a very thick accent and she approached my window and asked me a question, but I had no idea what she had said. So as politely as I could, I asked her to repeat the question and she did, but I was still stumped. I couldn't make it out. And again, I asked her to repeat herself, which is the worst thing mm, ever. I'm so sorry. I used to work at a church that had a, um, a high African population and they have a beautiful, but very thick accent. And oh my goodness. Sometimes yes. you just, after this third time, you just wanted to shoot yourself. You're just yeah. like, why can't I understand they're speaking English? What is the deal with me? Anyway, this went on for several moments and with each repeat, I could feel myself getting more and more anxious to the point of sweat beating on my forehead and the feeling that I may faint <laughs> at any minute. I know, I know what that's like. Finally, I came to the conclusion that she was asking about current gold prices. And in my most professional voice, I informed her that I was not authorized to give out that information. She would have to take a seat. Could she please take a seat? One of our bank officers will be there to give you that information soon. It was a busy day at the bank. And so she had to wait a good while for an available person. And when we called, uh, when called to the officer's desk, she was only there a short time before leaving. And as she left, our bank officer came to my window, the one that helped her and asked me, why hadn't you just given the lady the information that she needed? And I said, I had no idea what gold prices were that day. That's not my job. And the officer looked at me questioningly and said, she didn't want gold prices. She wanted directions to the courthouse. Oh, man. She probably was late for her meeting because of that. <laughs> Colleen Harrington. Yeah, gold, gold prices, uh, courthouse. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, Bless her heart. Kid. You know, and yeah, the rednecks in the hopefully. world are always like, y'all need to speak English. And they do. They try. They really do. <laughs> yeah. And, then, and it's so hard for them. I One time, um, an African gentleman, when he came up to the children's ministry counter for check-in, he just handed me a piece of paper with all of his kids' names written out and uh -huh. all their dates of birth and everything. And I was like, you know what? You are the best African I've ever met because you know, you know, the shortcomings of us white people and you, 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 you helped me today. You helped. He helped you. He made it easy for he did. you. He did. Well, anyway, read, read me about a crap ninja. Okay. This comes to us from Waylon. He says, I was helping. Uh, he said, I can't remember if it's a he or she, sorry, Waylon. Um, I was helping with VBS making food after I did the music video for the worship team. I'm 15 and I help with lights and lyrics. Anyways, I, I, first of all, Waylon, I appreciate you. Yes. Being a media guy, you don't get thanked and I know how it feels. So Waylon, you're doing things. That's very important. Thank you for, for helping with the lights and lyrics. That's awesome. Anyways, while I was helping make hot dogs, my friend was telling his other friends a story about how some kid pooped his pants. <laughs> so gross. Hey, you want to hear a story? Sure. Hey, guys, I know you're making hot dogs right now, but listen, this is a story. About There's something about those hot dogs that are reminding yeah. me of a thing I just saw. So. It's going to be excellent. Check it out. So he was in the hallway squatting down, and he, my friend, saw him. He saw his shorts in a hard <laughs> cylinder-type shape 
fell to the bottom of them. Ah. <laughs> so gross. So not so not gross. to the ground in in the no, pants in, in the pants shorts. Yeah. And then got up, hopping on one foot with his leg pointed straight out to the side. So as not to drop the turd. That is resting <laughs> in, in the his pant pants. leg. Yeah. He 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 hopped this way all the way to the bathroom. <laughs> And when he came out of the stall, he's rubbing his face like a crack addict. <laughs> he says in parentheses, if you don't know what that's like, he's just rubbing his face a lot. But addicts actually scratch their skin. Mm. I don't know why. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's another one of these. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks. I don't know. I don't know how all of this works was easier than just doing it in the bathroom the normal way. But I guess kids are just dumb like that. Yeah. <laughs> Anything to avoid pooping in the porcelain monster. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Cause you deposit it in your pants. Then you hop, skip and a jump to the toilet. You dump it apparently in the toilet. And then you're so happy that you don't have to wash your hands that you rub your oh, face all crazy. You rub your face. Uh, <laughs> that's terrible. That's the logic okay. I'm following anyway. I don't uh, know. I think so. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't want that. Well, this story is called How to Kill Your Grandparents. <laughs> it's, hmm. it's from uh, someone called the Muffinhead from Nowhere in Particular. Okay. On my birthday, my grandparents like to call me and sing happy birthday, and they live on a farm out in the country, and we don't see them very much. So this tradition means a lot to them as well as my family. So on the evening of my 13th birthday, they called, and I picked up the phone and nervously answered hello, and they immediately launched into a warbling country version of happy birthday, and I (laughs) eagerly pressed the speakerphone button, wanting my family, who were huddled all around me, all five of them, to hear it as well. The volume was really quiet, though, so I turned it up as loud as I could, and I guess I pressed the wrong button because mid-sentence, the music stopped. (laughs) I picked the phone. Uh, I picked the phone back up, confused. The call screen was gone. All I uh, saw now was my phone's lock screen, mortified. I looked at my mother, and she looked right back as to say, What have you done? I gingerly called my grandparents back, apologizing over and over for my stupidity and clumsiness. They graciously accepted my apology, but they did not continue the song. Uh, <laughs> Grandma, Grandpa, will you please finish the song for me? It's like, you know, I won't let you go till you bless me, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, no. I'm not going to get to turn 13 (laughs) if you don't sing. Please. I think they were very sad or very angry or a little bit of both. I killed them a little bit is what I think (laughs) I did. Even to this day, my heart and stomach painfully shrivel into... (laughs) organ raisins as i imagine my poor grandparents singing happy birthday to a missing audience happy aren't aren't you happy muffin head yeah it's it's your birthday muffin head that day my grandparents found out what it's like when nobody's listening (laughs) now they're on our show hope this stays forever buried in james's inbox nope too bad it's on the show baby (laughs) that makes it canon or something right yeah it really happened now the muffin head from nowhere in particular so that is hilarious you killed your grandparents just a little bit inside they they, you shaved life off of their off their uh 
their life. You shaved it off. Grammy, Papa, please sing to me. Please sing to me. <laughs> they no, never did it again. Thing. That's the thing. Yeah. That was the year it died right there. It stopped. Now, what have you done? You hung up on your grandparents. Oh, they were so happy. And then they, they finished the song and they waited for the congratulations and the happiness. <laughs> and there was nothing. They At probably least. were still singing the song when he called back. He's like, hey, uh. <laughs> I was about to say, at least on the old phones, there would have been a busy signal that rang out or something, you know, <laughs> to let you know that you had been hung up on. But no, no. Oh, that's funny. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Not for that. We don't like that song anyways. <laughs> Thanks, Happy Grandma. Birthday. Grandpa. Sing a new tune, Grandma and Grandpa. Yeah. Taking you uh, this year. All right. Sorry, Grandma, Grandpa. Your muffin head hung up on you. Yeah. I got a story here. I, this is this the last story of the show. This is. You get it, man. We'll talk about. Okay. I get. Yay. This is Vampire Finger. I've got some scary stories to read today, and mm. Vampire Finger, I think, is probably gonna uh, take the cake, maybe, or something. It, it comes to us from William from Pittsburgh. That's uh, that's in Pennsylvania, just FYI, right? Isn't that Pennsylvania? I don't I know. So. I'm sure it is. It's it's not that um, kind of show. It, we, we, <laughs> we don't care about geography, <laughs> you idiots. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't call people idiots. That's <laughs> not nice. Okay. Hi, James and John. My name is William. Uh, I'm listening to your show as I write this. That's cool. Um, I'm reading this as you write this. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an inception, man. Uh, I would love it if you just mentioned this story on your show. You can rate it zero. I don't care. I just want to be on the show. Okay, please. All right, now on to the story. I just want to say well, that this is not why he made it on the show by begging. Right. You know, it doesn't work like that. No. It doesn't. It, it actually makes me want to click over to the next email, but. <laughs> just so you know. He had a decent story, so. It's a good, okay. Well, when I was eight, I went to a Memorial Day party, and I was having a lot of fun. And I saw some kids pounding railroad stakes into rocks. As I also was an idiot at the, at the time, I thought, that's cool. So I took a railroad stake and started to smash a rock. I was holding the rock with my left hand, and the stake was firmly held in my right. And I was happily pounding away. When I missed the rock, I hit my finger. Yeah. Ouch. It became purple by the time I showed it to my mom, which took about one and a half minutes. Mm. And when, by the time we left, it was completely black. I, ah, I, I, I'm, I'm assuming he hit straight up on his fingernail. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. That's where that does that. Fingertip job. was just, just, mm. just mortifying. It was just necrotizing. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. Necrotizing. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something from Skyrim. Yeah. Ah, it's a a spell that you cast on your finger when you hit it with a stake. Anyways, it's completely black. That was one of the most painful nights of my life. All eight years of it. A couple weeks later, my dad took this needle from Mm. the first aid kit, Mm. started poking my fingernail with it. He told you that, but there's no needles in in a first aid kit, by the way. Yeah. I just want to say that. I took this out of your mom's pen cushion. No, that doesn't sound as good. I took this out of the first aid kit, yeah, son. Yeah. You're you be can trust fine. me, son. I'm a dad. Yeah. I am, and I know stuff. Dads never do anything stupid and crazy. So. Mm. 
So dad started poking my fingernail with it to take some of the blood out so it wasn't that swollen. Yum. And that was also very painful. And he did it for multiple days. Yeah, let's bleed it out, man. Let's get Dad. that bad blood out. Let's go back to the 18th century. Let's uh, let's do some letting, some bloodletting. <laughs> Finally, my dad got a very sharp knife and just went ahead and cut my fingernails. <laughs> just kidding. He didn't. He didn't write that. Eventually, my fingernail fell off, which oddly didn't hurt at all well, because of all the pain from the yeah. needle going in and out of it. <laughs> I had a sewing machine run over it a few times too, <laughs> just for good measure. Uh. Oh man. He said, um, and, and it was really gross when the fingernail fell off. So from then on, I never used a railroad stake to hit rocks. Oh, good. Good. And that apparently is a good moral to that story. All right, kids. That's, that's another, you know, the more, you know, just do not hit rocks with stakes with rocks. It's, it's not a good thing. Yeah. It's not a good thing. I I uh I was playing with my siblings when I was a child and I was under a rocking chair and my sibling had a can of beans. I don't know why, but they were peas actually. And uh she was up in the rocking chair and I was below the rocking chair and I was trying to get her somehow and she dropped a can of beans on my finger, my pointer finger oh. on my right hand and the edge of the the can caught the very connection between my fingernail and my finger and uh, uh, it hurt so bad. And it yeah. did, it did a similar thing to this. It, it, it yep. blew, blew up and turned colors and all kinds of good stuff. And, and uh, a few days later, my fingernail fell off and oh. it was the most traumatizing thing because it had been wiggling back and forth. And finally it let go. Uh. And I, I took <laughs> it, I took it to the toilet and yeah. I, re I remember being young enough to, to, just like it was a funeral <laughs> i threw it in the toilet and i flushed it and i said bye bye fingernail because i literally thought that i would never, never have, have a fingernail again <laughs> and um you know over time it did grow back thankfully but yeah yeah it, when you're a kid man that stuff is real it's scary so anyway it is uh oh, man it's time for us to uh to do what we've been waiting to do for quite a while. Oh yeah, get those drums rolling. Yeah, I, I'm actually looking for a drum roll, and and I don't I don't have one. Um, so we'll just uh, we'll just do this. <laughs> there you go. Those are for that all, seems appropriate. It's for all the people that don't win. How about that? We'll just side with them and, and side against the winners. Um. So anyway, uh, it is time for us to announce the treasure winners. And yes. uh, this is this is it. First of all, we have to choose a story from this week for for yes. to, to be a finalist. John and I have discussed it ahead of time, and uh, there was a lot of contenders. There were more than a few, uh, yeah. but we and came they were all great, all great. All the stories Very that we've had submitted um, for the contest have been amazing, and there's so many um, still left that we didn't get to put in the show that that are marked with hashtag treasure that we will be using over the weeks to come. So if you didn't hear yours, you know, um, just, just, uh, just be waiting for that email that says, you know, we're going to be using your story because, uh, and, and, and like I said, if everybody behaves and everything's good and, and we have a positive experience here, we'll do this again and, and, and again and again, and it'll be, it'll be great. So anyway, uh, the, John and I ahead of schedule, ahead of the show, uh, got together, read all the stories and we, have chosen um, how to kill your grandparents. 
uh, as our favorite story uh, from from the episode today. Again, a lot of competition today. It was hard, wasn't it, John? It was hard to yeah, pick. It was today. It was it was tough. Um, and and how to kill your grandparents? Just it's not an advice story. No, <laughs> uh, it's just maybe a tale of woe. Yes, yes, and that that goes out to the muffin head from nowhere in particular. Um, so now that we have that as the finalist, now we have the job of choosing um, from the three stories previously, which were yes, uh, the wrong bowl from episode three eighty three. Uh, if you remember, it was a young lady that washed a bowl, dumped out the dirt inside, turned out to be grandma's ashes. Yes. And um, she never told them. Never told them. Never, <laughs> never got caught. Uh, take out terror from episode 384. If you remember this one, the lady had a roach crawl across her car. She closed up the door and couldn't open the window for the teller and, and texted a message through her phone <laughs> so that. He could check <laughs> to see if there was a roach outside of her car. Very funny story. Is there a roach on my car? And then, of course, this week's How to Kill Your Grandparents from episode 384. The final judgment made in advance by John and I, third place, yep. goes third, to... Should we do second place or third place? Like they, You remember on AFV, they would always call second place first? Would they? And then, yeah, they would call second place because, you know, if you... You do third place first and second place. Well, then you automatically know who the win first place is. So oh. you call second place and then it's between first and third. And then you call first place. And then, but then uh, that breaks their heart though. Cause it does. It breaks, it breaks. Cause it, it's good for the audience, but is it good for the person? I don't mm. know. Okay. Second there place. Okay. I'll do second place. I don't care. John, we, we can do it. However, John's got a better heart than me. And so we uh. will we'll do it his <laughs> way. Uh, second place. Uh, Lauren sent in the, uh, the story yes. take out terror so hey, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations yeah yeah wait a minute we cheers, do cheers, cheers, we, we do have um this yeah. all right congratulations so first place um for 100 dollars. second place was for 50 uh first place is how to kill your grandparents by the muffin head from nowhere in particular. And, and third place is the wrong bowl by Hannah. Wrong bowl. Wrong bowl. $25. So here's what you do. If you just heard your name, you email me from the same email address that you sent your story and we will PayPal you your winnings and be yep. looking out for another one of these that we'll do sometime. I don't know when, Yeah, but uh, we've had a lot of fun and I hope you had a lot of fun too. And I hope you uh, enjoyed the stories that came as a result. Guys, do you have a funny life story? I bet you do. Everybody does. Whatever your story is, send it in. Email or audio to that story show at gmail.com. And if we use your story, we owe you a sticker. Email us your address that story show.com is the website review us on apple Podcasts or wherever you found us and join our facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash nl cast thanks to our patrons for your support with special thanks to our producers james spangler jennifer kennison eric kube carrie wright and christopher tynan support the work we do get more from your favorite podcast today like bonus content and all that kind of stuff at patreon.com slash that story show and remember when something weird annoying embarrassing or painful happens to you don't get stressed don't get depressed 
and um, I don't know, don't uh, hit your finger with a rock. Just yeah, think, hey, mistake. I uh, need to avoid Jarvis. No, this belongs on that story show. That's what you did. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, John. Jasper. <laughs> Thanks, Jasper. James. So good to be back with you. Yes, 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 indeed. I agree. It is mm-hmm. great to be back with me. I yeah. am the feature. I am the one that everyone loves. I was going to do a poll on Facebook that said, what's your favorite host, James or James and John or John and James? And I still may do that. Hey, should do that. Just I to see. Just to see what they would oh, say. Oh, wait. I mean, even though even though the answers would be the same. Yeah, but John first, I think, would win. I don't know. James is alphabetical. <laughs> OCD. <laughs> Accusing our people of being sick. No, no, no. I, no I, I'm just saying that people like me like things to be in order, and uh, James is, is alphabetical. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.